0: You're listening to the Tiger's Den Podcast, new episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time, available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out Play Callers, new episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time, available to stream across all platforms. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Tiger's Den. We're so happy to be able to record these episodes for y'all every week and Thank you all for listening on whichever platform you listen to your podcast on, whether it be Spotify, Apple, or YouTube. Be sure to go ahead and like this podcast. Uh, rate it five stars if you're on Apple or Spotify and share it with your friends. But on today's show, we're going to be talking about the NBA season officially tipping off tomorrow. We're going to talk about all our takes entering the season and who we think the best teams are going into this NBA season. Also, A team who had a tragedy last year really stepped up in a big way this season, uh, or excuse me, this past weekend, and all that and more on the Tigers' den. Now, Reese, go ahead and get us started with this weekend's rundown.
1: This is the Weekend Rundown. I hope y'all are having a great week. Uh, You know, so I'm going to get started uh, with the games we picked on Countdown, um, in um, first, I'm gonna start with uh, Thompson in Tuscaloosa County. You know, in countdown, I think uh, most of us. Well, actually, I think Taylor, you thought this game was gonna be close. I don't know. I no might one thought this game. Was oh
2: to no, play. I didn't. Oh my
1: yeah.
2: god. <laughs> no, get, but uh,
1: <laughs> Thompson almost covered the spread. Spread was 46. Um, Thompson won 39-0. Tuscaloosa County definitely, um, definitely overrated. Um, yeah, for they're sure. not making
0: the playoffs.
1: Yeah. And then you know, me and Taylor were at the Auburn and Central game. Um, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. I've never. Although we were him. talking
0: to uh, what was the guy's name that we were talking to at the Auburn football tailgate, University tailgate uh, on Saturday? Oh yeah, Coach Coach
1: Nash. For- yeah, touched he Nash Nash said he was, wasn't
0: impressed with Central. So yeah, I mean, he said
1: that he said that he thought that uh, Central was beatable for sure. Yeah. Um, well it was really just
0: Cam Coleman. You know, when Cam yeah. Coleman was
1: down the field, I mean, you know. Well, I mean, scored. if you yeah, if you look at it, Cam Coleman, the four touch like four touchdowns. Uh, other than that, there was no offense at all. He like, touched I eighty
2: mean, percent of the offensive. Like he got eighty percent of the offensive yards.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's so. like I mean if <laughs> the quarterback really the quarterback really doesn't have to do much. Like I guarantee their whole playbook is just give it to Cam. Yeah, yeah All I'll
2: I'll per- is literally <laughs> when he throws the ball, he's like, F it." Cam Coleman's down. There. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah. also in other news, um, Cam Coleman was at the Auburn University game uh, on Saturday, that. and he yeah. actually said that his commitment is not like he's committed to Texas and m but he's not sure yet because he said after the Auburn game, he said he might he might reconsider there's um, no way that was probably the worst I was actually because I was talking to this
0: uh talking about this with my dad I was like there's no way he that was the worst possibly the worst showing in my opinion yeah for him to see but yes yeah'll we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later just a little yeah. bit <laughs> yeah I'm sure we will
1: <laughs> yeah but um you know I'm gonna also uh highlight Percy Julian beating Prattville we play Prattville yeah. on Friday for senior night pink out yeah. um but you know Percy Julian third win of the season. They're not, gonna make the, they're not going to make the so, playoffs. Wait,
2: Percy Julian beat Prattville?
1: Yes. 39-35 yes. at Prattville, and it was mm. – Yeah, mm-hmm. So I was Julian, talking about it on
2: countdown. Shout out Percy Julian, most improved team of the year for sure. 100%.
1: Yeah, no, Percy Julian, third win under a second-year head coach. And, you know, like we Fourth. said on countdown, like we said on countdown, yeah, fourth win, fourth win, fourth Yes, win? yes. Okay, so what are they? Four and four, four and five. Four and four. Okay, so they're they four might, and four. they might still be able to if they beat, if they knock off somebody. I don't. They're, no, they're not able. Know. They're not able to make the playoffs, but they play
0: Smith Station next week, uh, or this week, I guess. So they, yeah. they should finish five and five because they play at Enterprise the week after. Yeah, yeah, no, you never know, Max. Yeah, you
1: never know. <laughs> I mean, fair point. No, but um Percy Julian definitely like next year is gonna be a team to look out for. Um They're 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 a team that I think could get six, seven wins possibly next year. There's yeah. a chance. It just depends on how young their team because
0: if they oh yeah. if all those players are like juniors, oh yeah. They'll be yeah.
1: yeah, no, we've seen that with a lot of college teams like Georgia Tech. Um I think last year the some of the upset wins they had and then they lost a lot of players after because they had a lot of seniors. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, the last game for high school football I'm gonna highlight is the Toilet Bowl, um, <laughs> Smith Station and Jags sixteen to eight. I mean, we kind of expected a low scoring game. Like the spread yeah. was like Minnesota
2: Al- Iowa remake. <laughs> he said yes,
1: like that's <laughs> pathetic.
0: Yeah, no, and, but uh, we like, all saw we, the
1: ending. Yeah, we all saw the ending in the Minnesota Iowa game.
0: That was um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah questionable. Refs were why were refs actually like really bad this week? I, mean, I, I think that's never- one that's one thing we really need to talk about. Like, the officiating is getting so bad, it's, like, getting on my nerves. It's, like... Yeah. Are it's, they, like, paying, so like, pathetic. minimum wage or something to, like, be horrible? You know what or
2: the or worst that? was? Was the freaking Chiefs <laughs> today! They I know, bro! Man, that's
1: <laughs>
0: ridiculous!
1: <laughs> I, I don't so- care if Taylor Swift is in the crowd! God. Go to the game fair!
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the refs saw Taylor Swift and we're just yeah, like, so, we gotta so press.
1: So, we've been... The central game, Auburn did have mistakes, but... I think the officiating was not as good. The oh, or the Ole Miss game, pathetic officiating. Like absolutely pathetic. Yeah. Offensive pass interference on a block. Yes, so. that's ridiculous. And then today, I watched the Chiefs and Chargers, and that's ridiculous. Like I mean, I don't know when it's gonna get better. Penn State and Ohio State yesterday was terrible too. Yeah. So was so was Alabama and Tennessee, and so was Texas and Houston yeah so i, I oh, saw yeah, plenty of games news, I forgot so. yeah I saw plenty of games this weekend that were pathetic officiating, but I'm gonna get into college football real quick um so Duke uh Duke looked like they were gonna win this game
0: um yeah, for a while
1: and then Florida State just turns on the Jets in the fourth quarter and ends up winning thirty eight to twenty uh but you know for Duke, they got uh Louisville this upcoming weekend, so I mean it could be a bounce back game. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and then, like we said, Auburn and Ole Miss. Auburn was pathetic. Um, fire Philip Montgomery. Um, yes. And then just let the refs help Ole Miss win the uh, national championship already. Um, yeah, and then- I mean, the tough
0: part about that game was it wasn't – and I told, I talked about this to y'all as well because we were at the game. Is, yeah. I mean, it, it just sucks watching it as a fan, but it also sucks for the players because it's not their – it truly yeah. wasn't their fault in that game. Like, yeah. it literally was all their play calling. Like, Jarquez can't do anything if yeah. his coach tells him to run it straight up the middle on a third and six. And then we punt the ball, even though he got four yards to make it fourth
1: and manageable. You yeah. know? No. So, I mean, I don't know. No, we were there. The atmosphere was amazing. Like, the freaking until jets, the fourth quarter. The jets blow out your ears. And then, like, the the like, the like pregame atmosphere was amazing. And also, like, the rest of the game was amazing until the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, like you said. Yeah, nobody nobody cheering. A lot of, a lot of fans were booing. A lot of fans were booing, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't just wasn't good. Um, and then Michigan blew out Michigan State. That was really expected. Um, I think yeah. a lot of people expected that to happen, especially with what Michigan State has gone through this year with Mel Tucker's situation. But Michigan, I mean, I'm not really that impressed because Michigan hasn't played anybody on their schedule that's good at
2: all. I will say we're not doing uh, Heisman rankings in top ten. But my front runner for Heisman is now J.J. McCarthy over. Yes,
1: J.J. McCarthy played amazing. Yeah,
2: and that Michael Penix played like absolute dog crap.
1: Blake <laughs> Blake Corum, um, the running back that was like preseason hype. They gave him a lot of preseason hype as a running back for Michigan for Heisman. He hasn't really done anything at all this year. I mean, he's done so decent because yeah, he, he had like fifty nine. He had fifty nine yards rushing though, and one touchdown in the game. No,
2: Reese, the problem with. Michigan is a since they play such soft teams, like their players basically come out at halftime. Like Blake, I don't think played a single
1: snap in the second half. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, it said he played, it said he got 59 carries, uh, or it says he got 59 (laughs) yards and then he had like, uh, like 20 carries in the first half and then had a touchdown. It was was bad. And then Penn State and Ohio State, which was game day. Um, I still haven't figured out where game day is going to be this upcoming week, but yeah, I, I think, think
0: it's got to be Oregon at Utah. I- at- have they announced no. it yet, though? No, no. They, they're looked gonna it gonna up. either Oregon at Utah or some FCS game. So heck They better no. not
2: go to some random FCS game <laughs> that no one cares
1: about. Are <laughs> yes. they going to go freaking like prep, prep school, prep, and then like some random school? Like what the heck? I FCS yeah. games.
0: I have a feeling that's what it's going to be though, because every week before this, they've announced it like by they always by the end
1: do of
2: Saturday. Wait, Oregon versus Utah?
1: Okay, good. Good. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah Utah's
2: hosting college game day again.
1: Okay. Yeah, again. um, they can't they can't do that.
0: Wait, have they already hosted it this year? They couldn't have. Oh, I don't think they have. But I mean, that game What we're gonna pick that in prize picks. I'll say why I don't think it's gonna be a close one, but okay.
1: Yeah. Um and no then gotcha. Penn, Penn State and Ohio State, uh that was close, but Drew Allard, uh his receivers definitely
0: Yeah, it was sold not his, because I saw so many people, I was watching that game uh, before I went to your tailgate on Saturday. And then, um, no, and so many people were trashing Drew Aller. And, I mean, he was 18 for 42, which is, like, unbelievably, unbelievably bad. But if you actually watch the game, like, all the receivers, and Drew Aller had time in the pocket, and the, that means the receivers had time to run as well. Mm-hmm. And none of them were open by the time that, like, Drew Aller, was the entire time he's in the pocket, so... Yeah,
1: no, and also the officiating was pathetic, like, I mean... That is true, yeah. Ohio State, Ohio State the unnecessary roughness
0: on a sack, yeah.
1: Yeah, that, that's ridiculous, like, and he st- The quarterback still had the ball in his hand, like, I mean... Yeah. And it was hey, like...
2: talk about the game th- you want to hear. Talk about the game you want to hear.
1: What, Washington or Oregon? Oh, Oh, I don't O'clock. know.
2: Why? Mm. Oregon,
1: Oregon and Washington State, yeah. Uh, Bo Nix cooks again. Um... You know, you know it. It wasn't a surprise that Oregon beat Washington State because I obviously thought they were going to win by like I, I thought they were going to win by thirty honestly. Yeah,
2: and the yeah, first half was it was a little close for comfort, but we yeah. It. Well, no, but really, the is
1: the goat really? If you think about it, Washington State only scored their that one touchdown and went for two in the fourth quarter, and that was it. Like yeah,
0: if Cam Ward, if
1: Cam Ward was
0: at any other school, he would actually be like winning right now because. In that game, he had 438 passing yards and one touchdown. But it's like, you know, they had was, no running. I want to say no something,
2: yards. not being biased. Bucky Irving as a junior this year, if he comes back next year, he, he could, like, I honestly think he could win Heisman.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's a potential. That if he it could. wasn't
2: such a quarterback award, I would say he has to be the frontrunner for next year because he gets so many all-purpose yards. Yeah.
1: I yep. feel like though
0: I feel like he's a really good NFL prospect now thinking about it right now.
2: I don't think he'll go this year though. I you don't know. think so. I think no. he'll wait a little bit.
1: He's he's projected to go like third round. Like I saw I I think, I saw he'll,
2: I think he'll wait till next year when a team really, really needs a running back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see. and
1: then I got my two frauds up next, Washington and Oklahoma, both frauds. Yes. Um I don't know how you beat Arizona fifteen to seven. That's yeah. ridiculous. And how do you I was, beat UCF <laughs> by two?
0: Yeah, I actually watched that game until like Washington came back, uh, which was like the end, of,
1: literally the near end of the. I literally
2: quarter. texted y'all at one in the morning. I said, "F one, yeah, <laughs>
1: yes. Phoenix. That was his worst game yet. Like well, I've never seen a uh, like a terrible. I'll talk game about like it
0: more in top ten. But we saw with Oklahoma and Washington when they yeah. when they when their uh offense, you know, isn't doing well. I mean, their team doesn't do well. When
2: oh, yeah, my Phoenix top 10... doesn't throw for freaking four hundred yards, they don't They'll do good. My yeah, top exactly.
1: ten, Washington and and Oklahoma are not where you think they're gonna be. Okay. They're 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 low. I mean, they're Ree- still-
2: if you have Oregon over Washington, I will come through that screen. I will literally choke you because if <laughs> I don't. Be- Washington should be over Oregon. Yeah, I don't. Any I don't team have a- that
0: beats them straight up and it's a good game. Oh, I forgot it's my a- third. I forgot my third fraud. Texas. Yeah,
1: we're back. Yeah. We're back. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> they should have lost that game. I I actually like that you. Yeah. Also. That fourth and one Aficiating. or whatever it was, yeah, officiating like so like Taylor, if you didn't see he got down like to the eight and a half nine ish on the fourth gun, and one, you know, yeah, and then they and then they marked him back at like the ten, and it was like obvious, and like Dana Holgerson was like, yeah, yeah. it's obviously just you know.
1: like the old Miss refs marking Jackson Dart freaking two hundred yards uh, higher than it, the ball actually was. Like I don't geez. think that's
2: possible, Reese. <laughs> I, I don't think it is either.
1: And then uh-huh. oh. Another, uh, I'm not even gonna go over that game. I don't feel like it. North Carolina, Virginia, just upset me. Hey, we'll me. we'll talk about that. Yeah, well, about yeah. Say, yeah, yeah. And then Alabama and Tennessee. Um, twenty-seven unanswered points is actually insane. Yeah. Um,
2: Josh yeah. Michael's biggest fraud. <laughs> <sense>. <laughs> I'm
1: telling you, Alabama's not good. They just get lucky breaks. Like, I mean. Really,
2: Alabama's game. good. Let's, let's not try to hate on him
1: because You're an Auburn
2: fan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate on Alabama. You're an Auburn fan. <laughs>
1: I already know we're getting blown out because Peyton Thorne's going to throw it to the freaking sideline. You're like, oh. Peyton, Thor- though, Peyton one, Thorne's going
2: to run out of bounds on a fourth and ten when he's at nine <laughs> yards. He's going to run out of bounds. And <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. And then Utah and USC, good game. What a, uh, what a
0: win. Yes. I hate USC, bro. I'm so happy they beat them.
1: Yeah, Caleb Williams was crying on the sideline, basically. Because Utah owns
0: oh, him.
2: Yeah.
1: Three times in a row. Yeah. Yeah, no, Utah. No, Utah owns like a bunch. Of, Utah owns a bunch of teams. They own USC. Not Oregon. They They beat <laughs> Oregon one year like twice in the regular season and in the Pac twelve championship. But that's about it. That was a
0: while ago. Was about yeah.
1: So and then. But- LSU didn't have to do our armed forces like that. Like, <laughs> at
0: like, least they geez. gave them
1: appreciation with the you know the colored, But they didn't give uh, them a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I know. You gotta give them something. <laughs> they said, "Hey, man.
0: we're gonna." They said, "Hey, we're gonna make our you know end zones nice and pretty for you." Then we're gonna absolutely whoop you
1: sixty-two to zero. Yeah, they probably did the too small <laughs> celebration on them. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I remember at the Auburn game, Reese was like. Oh, LSU's only winning seven to zero, and there was (laughs) thirteen minutes left in the first quarter.
1: There was three. Reese, you have the most L sports takes ever.
2: I'll just let
0: y'all
1: handle it. You say
2: the most random stuff.
1: Someone's mad. Okay. Anyways, um, is that it? for Have you heard? No, we can run down. This isn't even. Have you heard,
2: buddy? Hurry right. up!
1: Okay, right, hurry what's... up! Okay, my last my last matchup of college football is South Carolina, Missouri. South right. Carolina sucks. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I'm breaking down the top twenty-five. And <laughs> hey, Missouri's good. Let, uh, yeah, next Missouri's question. good. Now no, I'm gonna go not. to NFL. Now I'm gonna go to NFL and then WNBA and then I'll give it to you. And then you know today the Bears Bears kind of surprised me. I mean I mean I the mean, Raiders are poverty. The Raiders I, I, Yeah, like they're did you see the thing about um Jimmy Garoppolo's getting like he's not getting paid? Like he has to pay ninety K since he's missing games. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It's it's pretty weird. I, and then the Browns won because of the officiating. Yeah. I've never seen such a bad officiating game. Bro, what? Ever. Yes. Did you How? not see the Man. end? Did you not see the end?
2: Reese, that was a touchdown.
1: No, did you not see the end where PJ Walker got hit and fumbled it? And then they said, oh, roughing the passer. And it, the dude literally, he didn't even throw the ball. And then they also called a pass interference when it was over the receiver's head. And the back Patrick of the homes,
2: If you breathe on him, they call it roughing the passer. It's the NFL.
1: <laughs> I know. The NFL sucks. Like, freaking. officiating's yeah. terrible. And then the Bills, they're, they're frauds. Like, I mean, yeah, the biggest
0: upset, like, of the season so far they
1: should have lost last week too they should be freaking three and four i mean what's happening with the bills like can we i think just talk it's talked about like,
0: that like they're so talented their defense but...
2: is is so banged up like all their top like uh Tradavius white jordan poyer Micah hyde are all hurt
1: yeah, yeah. But so it's their it's secondary
0: the is trash i get that but it's a page <laughs> like you know what i mean like Matt, their offense is still good yeah, Josh no, Allen Josh Allen. Still good.
1: Josh Allen, literally, they. I think they would have. Um, they could have won the game if he didn't throw an interception on his first play, like first play interception to the, to the Patriots cornerback. Uh, he they, had
2: three total touchdowns. Like he played good.
1: I know, no Mac Jones, and then like like you said, the defenses, the defense let uh, Mac Jones basically go down, and they let him go from the twenty five to score at that game. Is when
2: the Bills are healthy, they're usually yeah. the top five team.
1: Yeah, no. Once they get once they get healthy, I think they'll be they'll be uh, like
2: they'll they'll still it. make the playoffs. As, yeah, like no, in the like, for sure. like seven or six or seven seasons. So when is
0: when is like Matt Milano and Tradavius White? When are they supposed to be back? Do you know? I don't. I don't know. I
2: think Tradavius White is. I I don't. I'm not sure about
1: those.
0: Okay.
2: I'm not a Bills fan. You yeah. I, I'm not happy. sure.
1: Yeah. And then the Giants. I guess you could say it's an upset against the Commanders. I don't really know. The Commanders were not themselves today like the that's Sam- not an upset
2: yeah <laughs> no i <laughs> Taylor, say the giants were literally favored
1: <laughs> you're not listening
0: <laughs> yeah he said it wasn't an upset but anyway no i mean yeah yeah no that the game giants i kind World of NBA. expected
1: it i kind of expected it to be low scoring after i saw graham miss a 42 yarder to start the game
0: yeah
1: like in the wind the wind was crazy there like i mean i feel like today the wind was really crazy like everywhere like, a lot of the games, like, field goal kicking was hard. Yeah, all I'm saying is neither of those teams are going to be
0: relevant. And, like, you know, they're not even relevant now, but they're not going to be – neither of those no, teams the, are going to the playoffs. The
1: commanders, like, if anybody still thinks they're going to make the playoffs, that's ridiculous. Like, they're not. Yeah, it's not happening. Now, I don't know – I don't know. The, the Falcons now are leading the South after a beat uh, after they beat the Buccaneers. But yeah. we'll, we'll see how long that lasts. Um. But, you know – Young Ho Koo kicks a game winning field goal to make it uh they win sixteen thirteen. And
2: just said young ho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Youngway? What
2: the Matt, you say yes. you say Tagovailua. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, buddy. Okay.
2: Tag-o-vailua. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tyree Kill uh, is the GOAT Sorry. Uh anyways. <laughs> um, Lions, I'm sorry. Why why did you guys lose this bad? Yeah. That's not. Hey, I'll I'll go into that a little bit later as well. Okay. Uh, and then Steelers, Steelers beat the uh, Rams to go four and two. Kenny Pickett shows flashes of what he can do. Hey, yeah, I'm I I mean, hate on these Steelers all you want. They keep winning. You know what yeah. I mean? they're like, two and they're they're a decent away team. Two and one away team. Yeah, four um, and two
0: overall. And they Yeah, wins against the Browns and the Ravens. I mean, yeah. Like, oh, and then
1: yeah. the Seahawks, uh beat the Cardinals. So now the Cardinals are probably going to have – oh, actually, wait. Wait, Yeah, the Cardinals – Did you see the
0: thing where Kyler Murray, though, is supposed to be back in like like two or three weeks? Yeah. Week 10 is when he's supposed to
1: be back. That's not going to help him at all. Dude, Kenneth
2: Walker is so good. I
1: know. Yeah, Kenneth Walker today like basically killed – Yeah, he
2: didn't have a touchdown, but he like – he literally was the Seahawks' offense, drives until Geno Smith would decide to throw it at the 20-yard
1: line and just score. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I didn't know this uh, because I, I thought the Packers had it in the bag, but, you know, I guess that doesn't happen anymore. Um, they, the Broncos beat them, so hooray! Russell Wilson finally gets The Packers' gets
2: offense is so bad. Yeah, Jordan loves
0: looking like the guy that a lot of people thought he was going to be. So. Terrible, yeah.
2: Hey, A.J. Dillon yeah. played good in fantasy, though. I mean, I, I can't <laughs> complain. Getting me 11 points, projected 8, I can't complain.
1: Yeah and then the Chargers versus the Refs uh Refs won 31 to 17. Um Yeah, Patrick hey, Mahomes.
2: I'm I'm just going to say this right now. I don't hate the Chiefs. I just hate the NFL posting Taylor Swift 10 freaking times during the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking Taylor at the Swift highlights right his, now and it's just Every Taylor single Swift. time Travis Kelsey called the ball they showed Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, I was that. That name I was, was that, literally
2: good before Taylor Swift. Like Yeah.
1: I was at B Dubs, and um, that literally they would show Taylor Swift every time. Like I was like, "Bro, you gotta, yeah. you gotta stop." I was like, "Y'all gotta stop doing this."
2: Like I understand they're making money from doing it, but like, just stop. Like if you if you follow the NFL on Instagram, you want to see football. You don't want to see Taylor Swift. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hundred percent.
1: And then um, my last thing for weekend rundown is this past week, uh, past weekend actually, um, the Las Vegas Aces did win. The WNBA championship. Aja
2: Wilson is the GOAT of the WNBA right now. She's going to be the yeah. next year. She's
1: so good. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you all one question. Do you think that the uh, that the Aces will uh, win it again next year? Oh, I mean, for sure.
2: Three in yeah. a row? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, three in a row. I think that would be the, the most in WNBA history, actually. Yeah. I mean, you look at them. They, went, they were the number one team going into the
0: playoffs.
2: They only had six losses month. in the regular season, bro. Like, yeah. they're so yeah. good. Yeah.
1: And then behind them was the Liberty, and the Liberty only had um, – the Liberty had eight losses or 10. Yeah, but they dominate. They were easily the best team by every
0: like every, you know, stat. Yeah, I mean, Augusta yeah.
2: Wilson, we saw her in college for South Carolina. I mean, number one pick easily. 23 points a game, 11 rebounds a game, and 2.3 blocks a game. Like it's just insane. That's like
0: an team. All-Star NBA numbers like. Exactly.
2: Like it like she's dominating the WNBA right now. And I'll, Kelsey Plum is also really good. 18 points and she's actually the assist leader with 7. I mean, Kind of like yeah. a I, I can't think of a passer in the NBA right now my brains on <laughs> yeah
1: like, that. Yeah. like a Jason yeah.
2: Williams just passed first point guard
1: mm-hmm yeah yeah but that's gonna do it for weekend run now so
0: and now we move to the trash can Taylor my God who's, who's getting who's getting thrown away this week
2: straight from the garbage disposal this is Taylor's trash can. I right. know who that is so. There are a lot of things I could put. I think this is actually going to surprise y'all. Probably not, but probably not. After really, else? there were really a lot of people, teams that I could put here. I could put Washington, Oklahoma, or Texas, who all barely escaped with wins against very weak teams in their conference, and Arizona State, Pac-12, UCF, and Houston in the Big 12. Um, I could also definitely talk about the Iowa offense staying awful and scoring 10 points in the entire game. And really, they're just really trash all year. Or the Auburn play calling being just as bad with the dual quarterback situation, Hugh Freeze flipping a coin on the sidelines, being like, heads, Peyton Thorne, tails, Robbie Ashford. Every single drive, we were changing the quarterback. And it just just doesn't make sense to me. It's really just a fire, and it's burning, literally just like trash does. But (laughs) one outcome and one team that really stood out to me is the boys from UNC... The Tar Heels led by NFL hopeful Drake May. Don't get me wrong, Drake May was not the problem. He played actually pretty, pretty good. He threw a game-losing pick, but he had 347 yards and two touchdowns. His completion percentage was awful. He threw the ball 48 times and completed 24 times. But, I mean, his the help around him is just awful. I mean, you have Tez Walker, of course, but the rest of the guys are not good. And the UNC defense is awful. Virginia came into this game as a 24-point underdog, and this game was on CW Network. (laughs) No one in the entire country watched this game, and no one in the entire country would have picked Virginia in this game. I mean, whoever did, congratulations to you. You're probably rich now. (laughs) Yeah. They came into this game losing to James Madison, Maryland, NC State, and Boston College. Three very mid-teams, and then a James Madison team that – if they play a, someone in the top 50, they'll lose by a lot. But Their only win was against William and Mary before this game. UNC <laughs> yeah, that's, allowed that's Mike Collins, games. a three-star recruit, get three touchdowns on their dome and allowed Malik Washington for the Cavaliers to cook with a 115 yards on 12 receptions. Yeah. North Carolina is the worst tackling team in the ACC, probably in the country. I mean, we literally saw it. Mike Hollins bounce off of six tacklers to get in the end zone and take the lead, and coming in this game undefeated and as ACC favorites, it's safe to say that UNC's season is over, no playoff hope, and maybe not even a New Year's Six Bowl game at this point. I mean, I will say they do have a really, really easy schedule. Their only hard game is Duke, so they'll probably end with only two losses, but still, I don't see them making a New Year's Six Bowl, and... They finally had a close game where they didn't get bailed out by a ref or pure luck. They didn't get super lucky against Appalachian State like they did last time. The only thing going for them, like I said, is they have a very easy schedule and could still sneak into the ACC championship, but don't expect anything from them in the offseason. Don't expect Drake May to win Heisman anymore. If you lose to Virginia, you deserve to be thrown in the trash. They punted six times against a Virginia defense that allowed 49 to Maryland. And 39 to James Madison. But, yeah, throw them away. Put them in disposal. What are y'all's thoughts on the Tar Heels? Well, first
0: off, shout out, you know, Virginia. Like I said, they were who I was referring to when I said a team that faced tragedy really came out with a big win. I mean, last year, he had two or three of their players. I can't remember what number it was. I think it was two. two. Yeah, like pass away, you know, from a tragic shooting, you know. And, I mean, coming through with a huge win, probably one of the biggest in their program for the past, like, five years you know but I mean if you're North Carolina I mean and I saw something where like coach Mac Brown he said you know don't this is what coach Saban a lot of times says for like Alabama not to get upset but like don't drink the rat poison you know don't get like super hyped up going into like a you know really small game don't think oh you know we're North Carolina we're undefeated playing a one in five Virginia team and that's exactly what happened I mean they drank the rat poison and they got what they deserved they lost I mean and if you're UNC, this has become a common occurrence as well. I mean, you look at last year, they, they played a nobody schedule, and then they lost to, like, a nobody later in the season, but they were lost undefeated. lost Georgia Tech. Lost yeah, so. It was, like, 2-5. and five. Yeah, they were 9-1 with their only loss being to a good Notre Dame team or a decent Notre Dame team. And then they lost to Georgia Tech, lost the last three. And, I mean, this North Carolina team, I don't know what to say, honestly. Because – Because I'm surprised. I'm genuinely surprised uh, by your, you know, trash can pick, Taylor but also by this UNC defense because this is one coming into this game where they had looked good besides the Appalachian State game. I mean, they have looked decent in all of their games, at least improved from last year because last year they were horrible on defense. I mean, you know, they held South Carolina to 17. That was the only, you know, really surprising one. A decent Syracuse team, they held them to seven, Um, you know, But I don't know. If you're North Carolina, yeah, college football playoff
1: hopes out the window. Yeah, Gene Chizik, um, defensive coordinator for North Carolina. The best defense he's ever had was 2010 with Auburn. He had Nick Fairley. That's about it. Um, Yeah. um, And he was the head coach of Auburn at the time. He wasn't a defensive coordinator. I don't think he's built to be a defensive coordinator. He never will be. Uh, That shows, especially – I knew this was going to happen – I knew somebody was going to get beat. Like, there was going to be a week. There's always a week out of college football that you have a lot of upsets, and this was the week that it happened. You didn't have a lot of upsets, but you did have – A huge upset. You did have games like uh, Texas and Houston were close and stuff like that. You saw, saw a lot of those close games, and also UCF and Oklahoma. And, you know, Drake May, like you said, Heisman question is out of the door, like I mean he's not yeah, no he's not gonna be
0: able to win it because they're not gonna be playing for
1: anything fox Fox sports must be delusional because I saw things this morning that said they still have him in their top ten, um that's ridiculous, um I and mean I, I think, think he's top ten he's just like not
2: contending at all,
1: yeah, no, um, but yeah, North Carolina, I don't even think you're gonna make the a c c championship, I think Duke probably will from that side because North Carolina and Duke are on the same side, so yeah. I don't even think I don't even think North Carolina will win at, at Clemson at the next week you know I don't know about that because Clemson lost to Mario Cristobal who yeah. had made the dumbest decision last week and yeah so I mean I don't really know but All yeah right, well I, we're gonna throw them away we're gonna move well, on and I
2: don't know about y'all but I'm excited to see who the MMVP is <laughs> let's go Max
0: who is this week's MVP this, one, this one's a little bit different because uh, it's called MVP. That stands for Max's Most Valuable Player. But this is a guy that has really proven not to be that. You know, Reece, you're know, you going to laugh when defense. he says
2: who it is. You're
0: gonna- <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But I just want to give you a forewarning. This is not because he is my most valuable player. Oh, it's God. because a lot of people expected him to be, including myself, and he wasn't. So I'm doing for MMVP this week. Number one, Zion Williamson. God 20-year-old. dang it! <laughs> Max, there were so many good performances this <laughs> week. Hey, listen. We're, we're, going, we're going into the uh, NBA season. I'm going to turn yeah.
1: into Stephen A. Smith! <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to let y'all rant as soon as I get through my, you know, quick monologue here. The tw- Zion Williamson, the 23-year-old from New Orleans Pelicans. So, if y'all don't know who Zion Williamson is somehow – Four years ago, Zion was drafted...
1: 315 first, pounds!
0: <laughs> was, I talk about that. Was drafted first overall by the New Orleans Pelicans, and many, including myself, were considering Zion as the most hyped up, as well as the most promising NBA prospect since LeBron James came into the league his rookie season at the time. I didn't think that. <laughs> yes, and, and that was smart on your part, because four years later, Zion has Zion has played a total of 114 games across three NBA seasons, and he's felt a lot of criticism including from me for his inability and you know what his 2k rating is a freaking 91 that's some bull crap. <laughs> his inability to stay in shape and to stay healthy and listen listeners by the way if y'all didn't know already i'm a pelicans fan so this is why i feel so passionately about this because so he's a biased so... reporter that's why. that's why he's doing this okay oh well let me just get through this so much so that when zion signed his five-year 197 million dollar contract extension last summer the contract included a weight clause that stated if the sum of his weight and body fat percentage goes above 295, the guaranteed money in his contract decreases. But I'm not here to dog on a guy for weight problems. I mean, I'm not the most in shape person myself, but when Damn. you are the level of athlete that Zion Williamson is, and you are getting paid that much money, you should at least be able to lay off the snacks. I, I know <laughs> I would if I was getting paid $197 million over five years. So, if you're Zion Williamson, this is your last chance to prove yourself. Stop it! With a young young and talented Pelicans team around him, if Zion stays healthy, I can see this Pelicans team, no bias, making it to at least the second round. Hey, I will say about Zion,
2: like, his stats when he plays is not bad.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. He just has to stay healthy. And so, that's what I'm saying. Uh, my main point I'm trying to say here is if Zion is still the great player that all those analysts were claiming he was four years ago, this is the time to show it. Time to stay healthy, Zion. Time to lay off the snacks. What do you all takes about Zion's
1: upcoming season? Um, well, First off, you could have picked anybody else to be MVP. I mean, at this two point, off, two off you, could two have, else. you could have picked Lamar Rob- Jackson! you could have picked like Robbie Ashford if you want to pick him. Like, I mean,
0: like, hey, I wanted to do an I, I wanted to switch it up, do an NBA themed episode. I knew y'all would react like this. It's good for views. So. But no, but anyway. um
1: no. Um I'm a I'm a Duke fan of basketball. Um Jaden
2: Daniels.
1: But I think Zion four years ago when he was at Duke, uh great player. Um I I watched him play. Um I actually watched him play in Atlanta, uh when they played Georgia Tech. Uh he was amazing. I've never seen a basketball player like that before. Uh, I thought – I did think that he was going to be a good NBA player until, like, COVID season. Like, when he first came in in COVID season, and he, like, all of a sudden got injured, and then it just kept – I think it was excuses, honestly. that That's what I think it was. I think it was excuses. I think he had problems going on with, like, financial problems and stuff like that, or he might have – I don't know what was it. It could have been personal life problems. He was just laying off and not playing. And it really hurt him. He gained a lot of weight. He lost the weight. I, I'm pretty sure he's lost the weight now. Yeah, um, he has. But I think this year, this year, like you said, is the last chance for him. Mm-hmm.
0: 100, 100. Taylor,
1: what do you
2: think? I mean, like I said, his stats when he plays is not good. Um, yeah. I, I'm not a Duke fan per se, but I always cheer. I always liked Duke. I would always cheer for them over UNC. Um, Heck yeah. I mean, I, I cheer for Duke when they play like any sport really, but I mean, I, I love Zion Williamson, Williamson, excuse me, coming out of college. Um, I actually had one of his college jerseys. I was such a huge fan of him. I had a poster in my room, but I mean, when he got drafted to the Pelicans, uh, which is the, I mean, poverty franchise, sorry, Max, um, <laughs> y'all are only known for Anthony Davis and Chris Paul all time um i i just i don't i don't see it this year i think yes this is his last chance i just don't see him coming out and being the player that because people said he was lebron james and lebron james averages about a triple double almost every single season i don't see zion even coming close to that um i in the nba it's just so hard to score um it's so hard to replicate what you did in college um, I would say that Victor Wembanyama is probably gonna have better stats than Zion. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's a terrible take, but I wanna ask y'all this. Does Zion play more than sixty games this season? No. Out of the 84 game schedule. No. That's my main point. As long as he's as a Pelicans fan, I just wanna see him. Now, um we weren't as great of friends, you know, a couple of years ago when I when I first, you know, started really becoming a Pelicans NBA fan. But I actually posted on my Instagram you know, Zion Williamson. I had a Zion Williamson jersey on and like his first night playing, I was like so excited because the Pelicans hadn't done, you know, really anything of note going in to that season. But drafting Zion Williamson is basically our one claim to fame right now. And like you said, A D and C P three being there for short sense of time. But I mean, no, if I'm Zion Williamson, I am locking in you know this season, I'm trying to prove why I was drafted first overall because that's a big deal being drafted first overall. And he's still 23, so I mean, it's not like you know he's aging really fast, but anyways, that's gonna do it for MVP. Sorry, I didn't do you know Lamar Jackson or you know all these other players, I just wanted to switch it up this week. Now, Reese, go ahead and take it away with this week's edition of Top 10.
1: Who's first, who's last, and who's in between? This is Top 10. Well, for this week's edition of Top 10, we're going to be doing college and NBA uh, instead of NFL because, you know, like you said, there's still some games that are going to go on. And also, Heisman, we're not doing that either this week. I don't yeah, know
2: viewers, uh, we say this every episode, but we actually record on Sunday night. So, Sunday night football, Dol- Dolphins versus Eagles is on right now. We didn't want to really do NFL rankings because this game could shake up the NFL rankings, you know? Like, yeah. we may have Miami at one and they lose, so it's outdated, so... We thought the NBA would be a little more interesting with the NBA season starting tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah, like the
0: Dolphins are literally about to score right now. Yeah,
1: so. to tie it up. Yeah. Um, hey, we kill. It's the go. No, no! Oh, he, he recovered the fumble! Recover the fumble! You're an idiot. Back
0: <laughs> They're watching the game right now, viewers, by the way. So, in real time.
1: Tyreek, I need you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if y'all couldn't predict it, Tyreek Hill is on his fantasy team. So
1: freaking dropped it. Anyway, um, my college football top ten. Um, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Michigan at number one. Um, yeah,
0: understandably.
1: Yeah, I've seen I've, I've seen all their games. I mean, I know they played trash teams, but they're they definitely the scores do not lie. Um, honestly. Honestly, is this a man being issue. Honestly, now Tyreek is out of the game. What us. are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Throw the flag!
2: Throw
0: the flag!
1: <laughs> Throw the flag! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how's the
0: Eagles' ball? What the heck? <laughs> I'm just following the ESPN screen where it's like you know updating it on a field.
1: Turn it on, but... man. Turn it on. All right. Anyway, here oh, we if this was after. the Chiefs, you would have called three flags <laughs> by now. Okay. Um, Who do you have after the Michigan Wolverines? So, so, my number two, um, I'm gonna go with Florida State. I've, their offense is very high powered. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot from them. Um, you know, number three, this probably will surprise y'all that Georgia's number three. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it,
0: does, it doesn't surprise me too much. Although, why are they over Ohio State?
1: I just, you know. Kyle McCourt that one game against Notre Dame, he played good at the end. But really against Penn State, if you think about it, the refs kind of build him out of that one.
0: But he also had two hundred and eighty five yards, no interceptions and a touchdown.
1: Well so. mainly mainly Marvin Harrison Marvin Harrison helped him in that and that's why if we did Heisman, Marvin Harrison was one of my Heismans. So,
0: so, do you think Georgia without Brock Bowers in a neutral site game, you know, let's say in the playoffs, if they're playing Ohio State without Brock Bowers, who's winning?
2: Wait, Reese, who is your number two? Uh,
1: Florida, Florida State. State.
2: All right, good take, yeah.
1: Um, Brock Bowers without without Brock Bowers, I, I don't know. It might be close because it just – Marvin Harrison, I know, he, he's like, I guess – he would be the only good person on Ohio State's team, and Georgia has nobody else as receiver, and their running game's terrible. So uh, yeah. that game would be low scoring to me. All right, all right, I'll let you cook. I'll let you cook. And then number five is is Washington, even though wait, who's number four? Oh, number four is Ohio State. Yeah, my bad. Okay, there you go. Yeah, number five is Washington over Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. The reason I put Washington Oklahoma. over Oklahoma is because it, basically. I could consider it a tie for real, like at five, um, because Reese. They, they both played bad.
2: Washington did not score an offensive touchdown till like, the entire game. They didn't score did an offensive touchdown. not just hear me. Inside. I
1: said I can consider it a tie because they both played bad.
2: There is no ties. You rank yes. them at a ranking, and then you put a team yeah. under them.
1: Yeah, So, so who's that? five, Washington or Oklahoma? Five is Washington. Okay. And then six is Oklahoma, because I still think Washington has potential. Oklahoma kind of scares me. Because you know okay. we've, we've seen it in the even past. Even though they beat Texas, even though they beat Texas. Yeah, we no, but we've seen it in the past. You know, Oklahoma's beat Texas before, and then like they'll go and lose to some random. Like I've seen it before.
0: So I'm guessing you think they'll lose to Kansas this weekend. Not Kansas. No.
2: All right, who's your who's your seven? Seven, yeah,
1: seven through ten. Seven is Oregon. Okay, understandable. And then eight is Texas. Okay, yep, yep. Nine is Alabama. You got to put mm-hmm. Alabama in there. I mean. Yeah. And then ten is Penn State. Yeah. Penn State was like my four last week, so they kind of moved back a bit because of the loss, so. Yeah.
0: I agree. I agree. I agree mostly oh, with yours. I mean. let Let's go. Pick six to the Dolphins? Yes. Oh, wow. Frick, Jalen hurts, bro. I hate that man.
1: But <laughs> anyway, first he hates the Eagles, and then he hates Jalen. So the
0: rankings for me this week—I mean, they didn't change much. The only one really changed, you know, a massive move in the rankings was Penn State just because they lost. But and North Carolina because they were in my rankings. Wait, Reese,
2: who's your number ten? Sorry to interrupt you, Matt. Who is Reese's number ten? Penn State. Yeah.
1: Want, All right. I'm not putting Oregon State, Ole Miss, or. Oregon State didn't play. That's the only reason why I didn't move them up. I'm not moving so. them up at all. Yeah, they don't deserve to be moved up. I was debating whether to put Utah or Penn State there, but I was like, no, Utah's okay, but they're not. Yeah. Back- Utah is a
0: backup as has a yeah a pig farmer as a kid. Yeah. So,
1: but now we. Anyways, now I'm gonna get into my NBA. Um, bro, let let me, Reed, what are bro, you doing? What? <laughs> neither me, me, and Taylor haven't said our. T- uh, oh, college yeah. football yet? My bad. So I'm,
0: I'm gonna get into my college football. My bad. Uh, number one. Number one is obviously Michigan. Like, no hands down, you know. Even though they haven't played anybody, they're hands down number one team, you know. Not 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 to be debated. Number two is Ohio State for me. I feel like I feel like this this defense is the best it's been in a while. And that's always the thing that people are like scared about with Ohio State. And so was I going into, you know, this season. I was thinking, Oh, you got a new QB and the defense is almost never like, you know, super good. That's always always their downfall. But I mean against Penn State, they held Penn State to 12 points and I think like 130 yards if I'm looking at it correctly right now. Yeah, they held Penn State okay, they held Penn State to 240, but they also put up 365 on them and they got a turnover.
1: Wait, your number so, your number 2 is Ohio State?
0: Yes. Okay. I think Michigan Ohio State right now could honestly be the national championship. Like that game at the end of the year, it sucks that only one of them is probably going to make the, you know,
1: is going to actually make the
0: playoffs, but I want to ask um, you.
1: I want to ask you real quick. What do you think about because Michigan has a bye week this upcoming week? What do you think about Michigan and Penn State that game that they play in two weeks? Oh, uh, is it at Penn State or at Michigan? It's at Penn State, so it might be. It might be. A, a we'll game. see. I
0: mean, because I don't think. I don't think. Like I said, I don't think this was Drew Aller's fault. You know, against Ohio State. I mean, Ohio State secondary is actually surprisingly really good. Like that kid, uh, Davidson. A. Big, I I know I'm chopping that up. But the transfer from Ole Miss, he was like a five-star transfer. He was really good. He had the interception. And yeah. uh, also, their um their defensive end was also really good. And I'm not even going to try his name. But anyways, uh, no, I think if Penn State, you know, if their offense, if their wide receivers are able to get open, and Drew Aller, I think he's going to get better, obviously. Well, yeah. But I still think. I still think Michigan is actually much better. So I I, I think it'll be close.
1: Penn State's got Indiana this week this weekend, so they they should win that. They should be they'll be they'll
0: they'll beat every other team besides Michigan. Yeah. But anyways, next number three I have Florida State. Florida State really impressed me. Uh I actually it was funny because whenever I left uh, your tailgate after the game, Reese, I was checking the Duke-Florida State game before I started driving. It was 20-17 to when I started driving. When I got home, it was 38-20 to FSU. So, I mean, this FSU team really proved that they can play good teams this year, which is something they've never been able to do the last couple of years. They've already beaten a good Duke team and a good LSU team. So, I mean, we'll see what they do next, but I have them at solid number three. I moved up Georgia. I had them at seven last week because of the Brock Bowers injury. I have them at four again this week mainly because Oklahoma and Washington didn't impress. But, I mean, Georgia, when they have Brock Bowers, I do think they're number one or two, you know, obviously. But, I mean, they're going to have to get through some of their toughest games of the season and without their best player as well in Brock Bowers. I mean, that Missouri game could be close. You know, Florida this weekend is not going to be no pushover with the way Graham Mertz is playing. I mean, so, I don't know. But I got Georgia at four. Number five, I do have Oklahoma over Washington, I think Oklahoma, this is one of those games that they have. At least they won it because I genuinely, me and you uh, and Taylor, genuinely thought they were going to lose this for a while, yeah. and they ended up pulling it out. So, I mean, I got Oklahoma at five. Washington I have at number six. Didn't impress me at all. I mean, and this really showed that when Michael Phoenix, I mean, Michael Phoenix Jr. didn't have a touchdown all game this game, and he had two interceptions. He did not play well at all against a very bad Arizona State team. I mean, this Washington team, uh, we'll see what they do when they play against harder opponents. I think they play Utah, but I don't. I don't know for sure. But I think that's a de- genuine game they could lose. But anyways, next is number seven. I do have Oregon here, uh, right underneath Washington. I think they are easily the best one-loss team right now. And honestly, I could put them. After that, after that uh, you know, recent performance by Washington, I mean, Oregon does look like the better team. And like I said two weeks ago when we covered that Oregon-Washington game, Oregon did beat them in every stat category in that game. They just missed the field goal. But anyways, next is number eight. I got Texas as well. Uh, our seven through ten, Reese, is actually ex- the exact same. Uh, I got number eight, Texas. And then at number nine, I got Bama. Number ten, I got Penn State. Yeah, I was thinking about Oregon State moving up, but then I was like they had a bye week. They didn't really – show anything. Penn State, I don't think, like I said, I don't think they're horrible. They'll win every other game besides Michigan and they'll go, you know, ten and two. Yeah, but, I
1: wasn't I'm I'm not putting Ole Miss in the top ten because they don't deserve to be up there. Their team is pathetic. Yeah, they
0: beat a three and three Auburn team, which a lot of people were saying was the worst like five hundred. Yeah and their fans their
1: year, fans so. are their fans are really like, let's go. Yeah,
0: yeah. For viewers at home, just letting y'all know Ole Miss fans, like we don't say that they're trash fans for no reason. They literally when when one of our players was down on the sideline they started chanting Hottie toddy. So I just want to get that out there. But anyway, Taylor, what, who is in your top ten?
2: All right, this is going to cause some controversy. Um, mm. I think around my uh, 5, 6, 7 range. But okay, let's see. Number one, I have Michigan. Yay. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, same as y'all.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Obviously. All right, number number two, I have Ohio State, just like Max. Uh, I yeah. believe Ohio State, Kyle McCord. Um, I don't know what Reese was talking about, but he's the <laughs> <Yeah. a> performance.
0: <laughs> Watched a different game, so uh,
2: my number three is going to be Florida State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. think Florida State, pro- yeah, like you said, they prove that they can beat good teams. Um, they have a pretty decent schedule coming up. If they win that out, there, I think they're easily easily a playoff team for sure. But
0: 100%. I think they're easily a
2: um, favorite to win the Natty right now. Number oh, four, okay. I have Georgia. Mm.
0: Um,
2: I I think. The AP poll could move Georgia down, but, I mean, they have no reason to, really, because Georgia hasn't lost yet. Yeah. Uh, And that would cause Kirby Smart to lose his crap. So, (laughs) um, yeah. And then my number five, y'all are going to hate me for it, but I'm going to go with the Ducks of Oregon. I got to put Oregon at number five. Guys, Oregon has outperformed every single team in the top ten in every single stat that Washington Washington game. That Washington, Washington game Where's Washington? Reese, shut up. That, Like Max said, <laughs> no, Oregon won play. that game.
1: But he's talking about
2: my if, top If <laughs> Oregon had made that field goal, they would have easily won the game. Oregon outperformed Washington in every single stat by a bunch in that game.
1: Number 5, Washington
2: right under Oregon. You know, Washington does have the head-to-head, but you got to think they had home field advantage. They got all the hype. They got game day. They got the guy winning $30,000 on a freaking field goal had everything going for him. to of take off prime time in Seattle, Washington, stadium. I mean, they had every factor that helped them win the game. Number seven. I will
0: say, yeah. I have I will say if they, when they play again in the Pac-12 championship, I've got Oregon right now.
2: But. Number seven, anyway. I have Oklahoma. Oklahoma did not impress me at all. Really, Oklahoma didn't really impress me in the Red River showdown. I mean, Texas played a good game. It was just Quinn Ewers made two mistakes and it cost them the game. Oklahoma barely won that game. Their defense carried them against a decent Texas offense. But UCF, if you barely beat UCF, I mean, you you deserve to not be top five.
0: Remember <laughs> yeah,
2: nine and ten, same as y'all. Texas, Alabama, Penn State, Texas. I think Alabama is a better team than Texas. Texas just has the head-to-head, got to put Texas over Alabama. And then Penn State, number ten. I think they honestly they have a chance against Michigan – it's gonna be a very close game, you know. wide out. Penn State yeah. game, number ten, Penn State, and now let's move to NBA. Reese, take them away.
1: Um, I'm actually real quick before we get to NBA, I do want to break down the actual AP top twenty-five real quick. Okay. Uh, I for- I forgot to do that when we started. Um, but you know, it look my top ten kinda, kinda almost looks the same as the AP polls actually top or the actual <laughs> top ten. There's is. There's is Michigan at two, though, and then Florida State's at four. Georgia's still at one. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, Georgia's one. I still don't see how. Michigan's two. Ohio State's three. Florida State's four. Washington's five. Oklahoma's six. Texas jumps up a spot because Penn State loses. They go to seven. Oregon goes up a spot at eight. Alabama goes up two spots at nine. Penn State goes back three at ten. Oregon State goes up one. Old Miss goes up one. Utah goes up one. Notre Dame goes up one. LSU and Missouri jump up four. The only reason um, they
2: moved up one is because USC lost. Like, yeah, yeah, and North Carolina.
1: And then North Carolina goes back seven. Uh, they shouldn't. They don't even deserve to be ranked anymore after that loss. Um, I mean, I
2: think they deserve to be ranked.
1: They're only one, a one-loss team.
0: Yeah. True.
1: True. Well, yeah, Notre Dame and Notre Dame and LSU are still somehow in the top fifteen, and they're both two lost teams. It's kind of. I'm crazy. not gonna
0: lie. I'm not gonna lie. I low key thought about uh, putting LSU in the top ten. Same. Just because, just because how well they're playing. Like if LSU plays Alabama, like when th- that that's going to be a really good. LSU's game. Gonna gonna LSU is going to be Alabama,
2: and I- Pat, if you can clip this right now, viewers, when we pick LSU
0: Alabama <laughs> game, I'm picking LSU. Hey, I wouldn't disagree. I actually, I actually might have money on that game.
1: And then number number eighteen is Louisville. Number nineteen is Air Force. Air Force. I mean, they deserve it. No, they Seven don't. Climbing nine. up. No, don't. Air Force is climbing up. <laughs> yeah, they're getting ske- max. Their schedule is so Air Force so played easy, any like...
2: team that's in the top fifty in any stat, they would lose by fifty. That is yeah. true, but that's
0: for like most. If group Air, of Air Force like White
2: Auburn, f- Air Force would lose.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know but about why that. Why are we talking about Tulane at twenty-two? somehow. Oh my God!
2: Tulane is awful. <laughs> how did Tulane, Tulane
0: move up in the rankings after barely beating North Texas?
1: Well, it's ridiculous. <laughs> how exactly. is Tulane in ahead
0: of UCLA? I mean, if Tulane played UCLA, they would get absolutely hammered. Like,
1: yeah, Duke and Tennessee both fell back four spots because of their their losses. Yeah. Uh, Tulane, like you said, I don't know how they moved up at all. They should have moved back. <laughs> yeah, UCLA They, be, they up-
2: couldn't even be in the top twenty-five to begin with.
1: No, yeah. if anything, names.
0: James Madison should be ranked ahead of them.
2: They're exactly. both group. Of yeah. I mean, if
1: you're They're gonna Madison. do this
2: unbeaten bullcrap and put Air Force at 19, might as well put James Madison at 20. How
0: yeah.
2: is
1: James? How is James Madison not like at, at at least where Air Force is right now?
2: I don't. Yeah, uh, I don't understand. AP poll, for you. They, be, they be,
1: Yeah.
2: The only poll that matters is the playoff poll when it starts coming out. AJ Brown touchdown, Max Fantasy.
1: Yay! Hooray! That comes out next week uh, or two weeks from now, the uh, actual college football playoff poll, and we will probably be breaking that down. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know because well. it
2: comes out on Monday, doesn't it? Like a Monday. Oh yeah, it doesn't
0: come out till like Monday, Tuesday.
1: So Monday night is when yeah. it comes out. Well, we'll
0: predict what we think it's going to be.
1: Yeah, but so the other receiving votes kind of surprised me. Florida, Liberty's not a surprise. Kansas State, I don't know how they're okay. Up there. I- Mine,
2: Fresno, Going Oklahoma. back to the unbeaten stuff that we were talking about, if you're gonna do this unbeaten bullcrap and put <laughs> Liberty Air Force at nineteen, James Madison at twenty five, why the heck is Liberty not in the top twenty yeah. five?
1: They're eight and oh. <laughs> they're like like what the heck? Yeah. Like guys, <laughs> and
2: they're under Like whoever is sitting in the eight people meaning like, oh, we need to put Air Force at nineteen and then um <laughs> Liberty just like
0: receives votes. Like, no. Yeah. Do they think? What, what do they think the number nineteen versus number twenty Air Force versus Duke game? What do they What do they think that score is going to be? It's going to be Duke forty two to three. Like,
1: exactly. exactly. Duke's defense. defense is like one of the best defenses. And in why does yes. Florida have more votes than Liberty? Yeah. Florida
2: suck. Yeah. I'm literally uh, like I literally like the Gators. I'm but I'm I call myself a I root for Florida for most sports.
1: And oh, they cannot yeah. not
0: receive votes. No. Yeah, the, no. It's crazy. A, B there's poll, no way. A, B there's poll no doesn't, way that the yeah.
1: – No, there's no way the coaches poll has other receiving votes. Arizona!
0: Clemson's still in their receiving votes after Los – Why does UNLV 30. have votes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, telling explain, you. Explain, <laughs> explain to me how Toledo is 7-1 and, <laughs> yeah. and they're not ranked. In the coaches
2: yeah. poll, Liberty has eight votes and SMU has the same amount.
0: <laughs> I'm telling yeah, no, you, Max, they they, they're watching different games there. They're Max, watching different
1: games. Max, in the coaches poll, Arizona has seven votes.
0: Yeah, it's that's, it it's crazy. It's crazy. Right? But anyways, let's get into NBA, Reese. I'm tired yes. of this AP poll bull,
1: bullcrap. Bull yeah, so. Um, but, you know, I'm going to get into NBA. You guys are probably going to be mad at me for number one. It's not. See, is
0: it's it not the, Warriors? the Warriors?
1: No. Oh, it's okay. The Cel- it's the Celtics because of how much talent they have. I mean, have. I'm not, I don't cause...
0: disagree that much. That's valid. Yeah. If it yeah, was the yeah, Warriors, I would 100%. be a little a little upset, but
1: yeah, no, my number two is the Bucks because of the Damian Lillard trade. Yeah, that I agree. So. And then my number three is the Warriors. Um, the only uh, that's a little high, were... man. That's the
0: yeah, only... I was that's about to high.
1: say the only high the only rankings, but not that high. Yeah, the only thing, the only reason I say that they're number three is because you know Steph's obviously there still and Clay. Yeah, and my one my one
0: thing that I'm concerned about is the height. You know, it's the same every year. They I mean, don't right have this here, Max. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm concerned about not having the height. I mean, right now on the Warriors depth chart, their page has uh, CP3 starting at point guard, and then Steph Curry starting at shooting guard, Clay Small forward, Wiggins power forward,
1: and Draymond center.
2: I mean, it, it it's, two, it's worked the past few years. Small ball lineup. That is true.
1: I mean, I'm that is concerned true. that. No, I'm concerned that CP3 is going to be dribbling up the court and all of his dust is going to come out of him.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's All crazy. right, keep going on with your rankings.
1: Uh, number four, this will probably surprise y'all too, the Heat because of everybody they have coming back. Oh, my gosh.
2: that is. All, I don't even have the Heat in my top ten.
0: I, I have them in my top ten, but it's very low. Very low? Yeah.
1: Number I, five, number five uh, Taylor did, uh, did this, I think, a week or two ago, the Cavs. I have the Cavs, number five. Yeah, that's... Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is definitely like someone to watch out for. I mean, they
0: have the same roster they have every year, but I mean, this year is you know. I feel like I feel like that addition of Matt Strus was really overlooked by a lot of people. I feel like that's a really good addition.
1: And then number six, um, I'm gonna have to light the beam. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to light the beam. <laughs> the, Kings,
2: hey, the Kings. yeah, that's, the, I I have a few valid. teams they haven't said yet yeah, that I'm kind
0: of worried. Waiting about.
1: on. Yeah. And then my my number seven is the Mavericks. Um What the heck? Reese, where yeah. are the Nuggets? <laughs> yeah, where yeah, where did they go? The nuggets no. See the thing is They the have nuggets, the same team. The Nuggets are honestly like they're in my top ten, but they're like they're low because for one reason is because the um like they lost some players in the off season. Who? Well, they didn't. Who? They did They lost they lost good role players. They lost key role players. Like who? I forgot, give me a name. <laughs> it's like... All right, keep <laughs> going, keep going, keep going, please. Number eight's the Nuggets, just get this over with. And then number <laughs> nine, number nine is 76ers. Okay, number 10 is the Suns.
2: Where are the Lakers? I'm
1: not putting honestly, it... I, I, I disagree with either Taylor, but um, yeah, no, I'm not. You don't the have reason reason the Lakers? Putting... No, no, the reason I'm not putting the Lakers in there is because LeBron James that he literally is gonna carry the team, like in Austin Reeves. Like, Anthony Davis is going to, like, say, I got freaking hemorrhoids and I'm out for the year. Like, yeah, right okay. now their
0: starting power forward is Jared Vanderbilt. So, oh, he's a He yeah. played
1: good in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just don't feel good about him. But, anyway, uh, I'll get into my top ten. Pelican. I'm going to start off with number one. I have the Nuggets Pelicans. at number one. They won the NBA Finals last year, and they literally have the exact same team Pelican. when you look at their death chart. They have the exact same exact same team, Jamal Murray, KCP, uh, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Nikola Jokic. I mean, they won the finals last year, and Jokic is going to be MVP once again. Uh, next, I have number two. I have the Bucks. I mean, the Damian Lillard trade. I mean, you know, realistically, that should work out perfectly. You know, you have Damian Lillard at the three, and then you have Giannis to worry about on the inside. But I know something is probably going to go wrong with that. But I feel like the Bucks should be number two. Number three have the Celtics. Like you said, Reese. I mean, they're very talented. I mean, you look at their starting five. Their starting five is absolutely insane. Drew Holiday, Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and poor Zingas. I mean, if they all stay healthy, they should be one of the best teams in the NBA. Number four, I got Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, you know, that addition of uh, Max Truce was really good. Then you have one of the best uh, backcourts in the NBA right now, Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. And then you also have one of the best frontcourts as well with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, the Twin Towers. And then uh, number five, I have the Phoenix Suns. Um, You had them a little low on there. I believe that that this lineup could work, possibly. I mean, I know they have – Devin Booker. No, they have Bradley Beal starting at point guard right now. Kevin we'll Durant's gonna say
1: out. no. Kevin Durant's gonna say he didn't get enough sleep and he's gonna be out for the season. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: I this is uh, let me go ahead and phrase this for y'all, for listeners at home as well. I'm doing this not prepping for injuries. Like this is assuming all these teams are healthy for the rest of the year. This is what I think it'll be. This Suns team stays healthy. I mean, you got three All Stars and most likely Hall of Famers in Beal, uh, Booker, and Kate K- Katie. So I mean I got the Suns at five. Number six I have the Golden State Warriors. Um, I like the CP3 edition. I just wish they added a big man of some sort. I mean Kevon Looney is really good for his height, but I mean I just don't know. I just we'll have to see. Like Taylor said, I mean the small ball lineup it worked for the uh, Rockets a couple years ago, but we'll see how it works for the Warriors this year. Number seven I have the 76ers. Uh, they have you know they have the basically the same team once again and. A lot of people don't remember this because they were first, you know, basically a first or second round exit in the playoffs. But they were turned. They finished. What's up? Always are. Yeah, but they finished. They finished the season third. You know, third best in the records. So I mean, they were a good team last year, and they were turning all their players: James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, PJ Tucker, and Embiid. I mean, you know, Embiid won MVP last year, although it should have been Jokic 100. percent But he'll still have another great season. And then number eight, I have the Heat as well. I mean, they did, you know, go to the finals. And I feel like a broken record right now, but they also return a lot of their players. You know, Tyler Hero, if he stays healthy, he's a really good shooting guard, really good role player from the outside. Uh, and then you obviously have Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler. Um, we'll see if he can keep playing like he did in the playoffs, because if he did, he's possibly a top 20 player in the NBA for if sure.
1: Tonight will be the night that <laughs> I will bother you
0: yes and then number nine i'm gonna light the beam as well sacramento kings i mean they showed a lot of promise last year a very young team uh DeMontas sabonis d'arren fox malik monk that entire team is full of skilled players and then number 10 i actually have a team that i don't think any of y'all are going to guess as a surprise team in there at number the, 10
1: the, the pistons
0: no <laughs> not that i'm not i'm not that dumb I'm going with the Oklahoma City Thunder.
1: I'm I, definitely I, coming out.
0: I really, I really like the Thunder. They're probably, I'd have to say, they're probably my second favorite team, just because I've gone to a couple of their games before. Mm. But, um, anyways, no, I mean the OKC Thunder. They're one of the probably they have probably one, also one of the most underrated starting fives this year. I mean, you know, you look at their players. They're a very young team, which I'm kind of worried about, you know. But I mean, you look at Shea Gilgis Alexander. Had one of the most underrated seasons last year. That's his name. It's shy. Whatever, SGA, SGA, I'll just say that. SGA had one of the most underrated seasons last year. He was so good, and he should be really good again this year. Josh Giddy as well. Uh, Dort, I'm not going to try his first name. Jalen Williams, and then Chet Holmgren. He's coming back from injury, and he's looked good in the preseason, which I know it's preseason. It doesn't matter. But, I mean, I still think he'll be really good, was a top pick. I think he'll prove that this year. So this OKC OKC Thunder team should make a lot of noise, in my opinion. Taylor, take it away with your top ten.
2: All right, number one, I have the Bucks. Um, the Bucs, yeah, the Bucks. I mean, looking yep. at the roster, I mean, it's just stacked. Yeah, I am I a little like worried a- about the role, the role players, the yeah. bench, but yeah,
1: that's Bucks. what I was about to say. I was about to say that they're.
2: I didn't ask what you were about today. to say. Number two, Denver Nuggets. <laughs> um, I don't know why Reese had the Nuggets so low. I mean, defending champs, keeping the same exact team, they got to be somewhere in your top three. I mean, they have. To. Yeah,
0: Jokic is an absolute just. And then insane. number
2: three, I literally have a team that both of y'all didn't say. Is it the Grizzlies? No, it's the Lakers, dude. Like the uh, Lakers at
0: number three.
2: Yes, the Lakers are. So good. They literally have the same lineup they did last year, and they made the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't well, know did. how y'all don't put them in the top ten at all. But You,
1: you mean the NBA made the Western Conference Finals for them? What? The rest made it. Reese, you're,
2: you're a Warriors <laughs> fan. You, <laughs> okay. Of course you're saying that. Man.
1: So yeah. you!
2: Boston Celtics. Um, signing Chris Stapps Porzingis. I mean, huge signing. I think Porzingis would have a, have a huge role on that team. Celtics are just talented all around. They played yeah. much for Jalen Brown, but besides that, they're a very good team. Number five, <laughs> I have the 76ers. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I didn't like their first-round exit last year. I was That made me a little disappointed. But, I mean, Tyrese Maxey is an absolute demon on the basketball court. I, he's mm-hmm. so good. Super young star. Going to be good for a while to come. Um, number six, I have the Golden State Warriors, my personal team. Yes, I'm a Warriors fan. I don't cheer for the trash Pelicans Cheer. Okay, well, good. Dua has
1: another concussion. I swear to god.
2: But, yep, I'm going to have to go with the Golden State Warriors. Great team. Chris Paul, I think it was actually a great signing. Um, he's going to have a lot yeah. of role on that team. Number 7, going back to my hottest take, the Cleveland Cavaliers. I want to put them higher. I just can't over these other teams that I've said. Um, yeah, the Cavs, very young team, going to be good in the future. Uh, I just I don't see them being better than the other teams, but Being that young team, they could easily go on a run later this season. So, we'll see. Number eight, I have the Phoenix Suns. I have them a little bit lower than both of y'all did. But very talented team. Uh, Very old team. Uh, Not going to be good in years to come. Going to be good this year with Kevin Durant, of course. Number nine, light the beam, the Sacramento Kings. Yes. Um, I hate the Sacramento Kings from the series last year against the Warriors. Uh, Yeah, but – Break yeah. the Kings, but they're good. Number ten. I also have a team that both of y'all did not say. I was gonna put the Thunder, um, but I didn't want to. they're too young. Who do y'all think I have at number ten? Grizzlies. No.
0: Knicks. No. Um. Again, the Hawks.
2: No. Los Angeles. Clippers. The Clippers. Yes, sir.
0: That's understandable. Okay. Yeah, that's the Clippers. I mean, with with Kawhi and you know Paul George, yeah. Yeah,
2: I mean, like Max said, we're doing this based on no injuries. No injuries. Um, We're doing it based off of just pure raw talent, the depth chart, the rosters, the you know the the conference that they're in. Western Conference is so weak this year, but I mean, you look at their lineup. Russell Westbrook is really still a good role. He's still a really good point guard to have. I mean, he's not awful. Paul George, superstar. Mm -hmm. Terrence Mann, great young star. I'm actually a huge fan of Terrence Mann. I think he's going to have a really strong season this year. Only 27 years old, drafted in 2019. Great role player, great stats all around. Um, Kawhi Leonard, of course. I mean, it's Kawhi Leonard, one. And then Zubak in the really tall center, gets a lot of rebounds. And then, you know, looking at their uh, bench, I mean, they got good bench pieces. Mason Plumlee, Robert Covington, Kenyon Martin, Norman Powell. Bones Highland, yes, sir. Bones Highland is so good. I'm a huge yeah. fan of him. Uh, great young player, only 23 years old. Going to be good for years to come. And yeah, that's my top 10.
0: All right. So just just so we can conversate just a little bit here, um, the Grizzlies. I mean, obviously not, you know, top 10 with John Morant. Are they a top 10 team? No. 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 Okay. So uh, Reese, you said yep. Taylor, you said no. Let's let's hear it.
1: Why? They would be ten, for me. They would just be ten because that, honestly, John Morant, oh. John Morant, and um, Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain's not a bad player actually. Uh, no, he's not. He, he played. He played last year and he he played amazing. Uh, some games he did. Um, the loss to Dylan Brooks kind of hurts them though. Like, yeah, I was, you know, I was about different. to
2: say that the loss of Dylan.
1: We can overlook it all we want. We can make fun of
2: it all we want. But I mean, their yeah. starting center is now Zlair Williams. Who averaged yeah. five points a season last year? And he was Max. You should know him because he was a, a number ten pick to the.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. and Then we traded him. We did, he didn't play one game in a Pelicans jersey. We traded him instantly. So,
2: but I, I will. I just don't believe in this Grizzly team. I mean, the addition of Marcus Smart. Um, I mean, great addition, really. Uh, great kind of backup point guard. Great role player on this team. What they could do, I could see them doing. John, I, this is going to be their starting lineup if John Morant plays. It's going to be John Morant, Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson, Xavier Tillman. Good starting lineup, but I mean, you look at the bench. You got an old Derrick Rose, Luke Kennard, who's decent, uh, and then uh, like the the rest of their bench is awful. I mean, I can't even.
1: They're um, John Morant suspended for the first twenty five games. So we'll yeah, that's I mean, I, saying, that's I, like
2: I we're supposed to be realistic as analysts and, and being on the. Team is not realistic because he gets in trouble every single week. So yeah, yeah, I just don't believe in the Grizzlies this year.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to, yeah, side with Taylor on this one. I don't think, yeah, I don't think the Grizzlies will be great. Uh, like you said, I like that you brought up though Dylan Brooks. Uh, you know, being over to the Rockets now. Uh, last question before we move into the hottest take for Taylor. Uh, how well are the Spurs gonna do? Are they gonna make like the play in or no. are they gonna make any noise?
2: They have no, they no? have no one besides Wendy. Yeah. I that's true. I could see a surprise playoff team being the Trail Blazers. Ooh. oh, yeah. oh
0: yeah.
2: that's a shout! Great young team. Great young team. Yeah. After the, is, after the is after the amazing after
0: the trade bonanza, I mean, Scoot Henderson really good. Anthony Simons really good. Shaden Sharp, he looked really good in the uh, summer league. Yeah, he all I'm gonna say, if the Blazers dunk. can
2: keep that team for years to come, they're gonna be a like they could they're gonna be, be a trouble. one seed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and
0: they have Malcolm Brogdon on the bench, too, which is a really good bench point guard to have. And Matisse Thibel as well. And Robert Williams third. I forgot. He's on the bench behind DeAndre Ayton. So, we'll see. We'll But see. anyways, we'll see. Uh, now it's the temperature is indeed rising. Taylor, take it away with your hottest take.
2: The temperature is rising. That can only mean one thing. It's time for Taylor's
0: Hottest Take.
2: Right, I think this is pretty hot. Uh, I think the temperature is pretty hot, but y'all might not um, agree with how hot it is after today. But Lamar Jackson will win NFL MVP for the second time in oh. his career. I mean, just look hey, at his performance. I mean, I,
0: yeah, you're you're right. After today, I mean, yeah, I Let would I wouldn't be opposed.
2: After Sorry. His performance against a stellar Lions defense that had Mahomes shook. Uh, I mean, he went 21 for 27 with 357 yards and three passing touchdowns. Not only did he do that, but he also – I mean, with Lamar, of course, you get the legs and the run game. He had 36 rushing yards with another touchdown, four total touchdowns. He threw to nine different receivers. And don't get me wrong, these receivers aren't awful for the Ravens. I mean, Mark Andrews and Zay Flowers, great players, proved why – uh, Zay Flowers proved why he was worth a first-round pick, and Mark Andrews proves why he's a top-five tight end. I know he hasn't had the most amazing season before the Lions game, but he's just such a weapon with his legs. His QB rating before the game earlier today was 93, and he led the team in passing and rushing yards, which is just crazy. And with the Ravens tied in the AFC North, which is such a stellar division with the Steelers, Browns, and Bengals all being decent teams, if they win the division to clinch the playoffs or they make it as a wild-card team – the sky's the limit for Lamar Jackson. I feel like we're seeing prime Lamar Jackson from his former MVP season of 2019, to be honest. I also want to point out that their schedule is really not the most difficult. Great teams they play are the Jags, 49ers, and Dolphins, all in a row later in the season. But if he can win these huge games and perform well, I feel like Lamar Jackson will be a lock to win the MVP. This is pretty hot in my opinion because his odds are actually the 10th best. Uh, two Names like Tua, Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, and Jalen Hurts, all above them in the odds, all in the top five of the odds. But I believe in Lamar, and it really showed today against really one of the best defenses in Detroit, who we literally just highlighted last week. And we placed mm-hmm. them and talked about them all last week. And we thought they were going to win, beat the Ravens by a bunch. And I'm hopping on the Lamar and the Ravens bandwagon, riding it all the way to the Super Bowl. Lamar
0: will win MVP. What are y'all's takes? I mean, I think it's pretty high. I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, this – you know, Lamar Jackson entering this season, he would – I would argue that he was on sort of the hot seat entering this year as well. I mean, he's he's aging. You know, he's starting to get a little old. I think he's, he's 28. No, he's 26. So, he's not that old. I take that back. But, I mean, you know, he's had kind of – since the MVP season, he hasn't been terrible, but he's been, like, okay, you know, for a running quarterback. But, I mean, this season, yeah, going into that game – against Detroit today, I mean, wasn't the craziest stats. You know, he has 1,600 passing yards, eight touchdowns, and uh, three interceptions. And then, obviously, the rushing yards as well was really good. But, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. Not only him playing really well, but also this Ravens team as a whole playing really well. I mean, I I couldn't – if you told me that Detroit – was gonna lose their next game after last week's win over Tampa Bay. They were gonna lose their next game by thirty plus. I would have I would have thought you were crazy. But I mean, you know, ninety five QBR today, seventy eight percent completion percentage. I mean, Lamar is really turning into, you know, prime Lamar, like you said, his M V P season. So I would say it's out of the out of the question. I mean, if the Ravens keep rolling, I mean, it's definitely it definitely has a shot to happen.
1: Yeah, um you know the lions like we yeah like you said taylor we highlighted we mainly highlighted their defense last week and their defense today did not show up at all um lamar jackson i i felt like today he was able to find reads like just every every time like there was one time i watched him he basically almost w- was to the ground and he he was able to get back up without being uh without being sacked and then ended up throwing a touchdown pass to zay flowers and I've just never seen – I've never seen a quarterback do that before. And honestly, if he keeps it up, their schedule's easy enough for him to possibly win MVP and for them to uh, probably make the Super Bowl. Just the playoffs, it just depends, though. All
2: right, temperature's hot. We made it to Phoenix, you know, 100-degree weather. Um, I will say I'm very sad I dropped Gus Edwards for A.J. Dillon. Um, Gus Edwards got so many fantasy points today because he had an 80-yard reception. But besides that – Max, take us away with the Prize Picks, everyone's favorite segment, and tell us our records.
0: Not sponsored by the app, Prize Picks, it's time for Max's Prize Picks. Okay, so we're going to go and get started with the standings. Uh, Taylor, with your, conse- your second consecutive uh, two and four week, uh, wasn't a great weekend for you. You're still in the lead, though, so nothing to worry about. Uh, Taylor went two and four this week, but he still is leading uh, by a good bit. Uh, Forty-one and thirty-one overall record for Mister Taylor Gotney. Then myself in second place. Uh, I had a three and three record this weekend. Um, I'm now thirty-seven and thirty-five overall. And then Reese actually had the best record this weekend. He went four and two on the picks and. Uh, Reese is now thirty-five and thirty-seven, and two games behind me. So I better, I better watch who I pick today. Uh, we're gonna do another six-game slate. We're gonna do one college football, three NFL, because next week's NFL slate is actually pretty decent. And then uh, the two opening night NBA games, we're also gonna pick who we think's gonna win in those oh, on man. Tuesday night. And we're gonna go and get started with game day next week. The only really good uh, college football game next week, or the one that's gonna actually has the possibility to a have Playoff implications, but B, also be a decent game. Number eight, Oregon at number 13, Utah. Utah coming off that big upset win against USC. I didn't think they would do it. All of us on here didn't think they would do it, but they did it. And then Oregon with that big win over Washington State at home, uh, still dominating every other team besides that Washington loss. Um, Oregon is 6-1 and one entering this game. So is Utah. They both have the identical Pac-12 conference records, 3-1. and one. Um, the over or excuse me, the line right now is Oregon minus six, and the over under is forty nine. Um, but I talked about earlier. I don't think this game is going to be close. I just think USC was terrible. I don't think U Utah, the only good team, or the only. Let me rephrase that. The only like really good team that they played so far is Oregon State, in my opinion. And Oregon State's not even that good. And they got blown out by, against Oregon State. So I'm going to go with Oregon by a lot here. I don't think Utah's going to be able to score enough points to keep up with this Ducks team. I do think Utah's going to be able to get some stops. I mean, you know, odds makers think that, too. The over-under's only 49, the lowest of any Oregon game this year. But I do think Oregon's going to score in bunches early on and just going to run Utah out of the field early on in this game. Give me Oregon 38 30, – well, no, I'm actually going to say 31, 31 to 14 over Utah. Um, it's going to actually be the under, so I think Utah's going to hold them to 31. Still a lot of points for the Ducks. They're going to score two touchdowns. Oregon 31 to 14 over Utah in their home stadium.
1: Um, Yeah, um, I can't go against the Ducks. Um, you know, Utah's a decent team. Don't get me wrong, their defense plays good. Their defense has played good a lot actually this season, um, but you know who's stopping Bo Nix? Like I mean, Washington yeah. did, Washington did a little bit, but I mean, who's stopping him? Like he's gonna, he's just gonna destroy their their defense this game. I say thirty eight seventeen Ducks win.
2: Y'all already know who I'm gonna pick. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm a, I'm a Ducks fan. Mighty Oregon, go Ducks. Uh, Bo Nix two thousand eighty nine yards, nineteen touchdowns, only one pick. And I was actually saying earlier, Bucky Irving, I mean, if he stays for his senior year next year, he's just going to be an absolute weapon. I mean, Troy Franklin, Tez Johnson, Terrence Ferguson, all our leading receivers, all absolute dogs. And...
0: Yeah, here, it comes. here it comes.
2: I'm not going to play oh. the whole thing. I'm not going to be obnoxious. <laughs> Go, Ducks. I'm wearing my Bo Nix jersey to the Mississippi Saver's offer game. I don't care. We're gonna win by a lot. We're gonna win 31 to
0: seven. Go Ducks! Yeah, I mean, if if Utah if Utah put in if Cam Rising was ever gonna come back, did y'all see Cam Rising got shut down the season? Two. Yeah. So I mean, I was gonna. Is give it gonna be trans. their second string though? What? It's still gonna be their second string. Which I mean, he impressed me against USC. It was the third string
2: versus USC though.
0: It was yes. No, they just started. They just started him over the other guy, the Nate oh, Johnson guy. They just thought he was better. So, oh, but that's a anyways, cap. yeah. Anyways, uh, we're gonna go to the NFL where it's actually a good slate of games this week. Um, and we're okay. gonna start off with the Jaguars at the Steelers. The Jaguars are five and two overall, and actually three and zero oh went away. I mean, so you know, the Jaguars have been really good on road games. And then the Steelers, who have actually really surprised me, I thought they were absolute trash to start off the season when they got blown out at home by the 49ers. Turns out the 49ers are really, really good. So are they? Uh, not really, really good, but decent. The Steelers are four and two, and two and one when playing at home. The current line right now is Jacksonville minus one. So I mean, this game is just straight up. Who do you think is going to win? If you're a better uh, over/under, is 41 and a half low scoring, and I do think this will be low scoring but I'll let you know from a Saints fan watching that Thursday night game. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is actually really good. He's starting to blossom into what a lot of people thought he would become. I mean, Andy was injured. Like he was injured against the Saints. He had a knee injury going in the game, still played and led the Jags actually in rushing yards with 98 that night uh Trev- trevor Etienne or travis excuse me trevor's his brother travis etn seven touchdowns on the year 504 yards has been a fantasy demon for uh thomas right now and i'm gonna go with the jags to win on the road against the steelers but i'm gonna say it's really low scoring Give me almost like a, you know, a Iowa football game impression. Give me the Jaguars winning this one 13 to 10 over the Steelers. Really defensive game, couple of field goals, but the Jags keep the winning streak going, and they win on the road against the Steelers.
1: Um, yeah, no, I, I think it'd be a, a defensive battle all the way. Um, I'm actually I'm gonna say the Jaguars as well, but I'm gonna say the final score is 17 to 12. I'm gonna say the Steelers don't get a touchdown but kick four. Field goals.
0: Literally Minnesota.
2: Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to have to agree with both of y'all here. The Jaguars, I watched that entire Saints game. I love their offensive scheme. I love how they line Christian Kirk up at the slot. Christian Kirk is just such a weapon. Um, yeah. 474 in, in a stacked wide receiver room, including Calvin Ridley and Evan Ingram. I mean, that's just super impressive also want to highlight Jamal Agnew. He had a big game against New Orleans. He looked really good. You know, the speedster kind of hit it, hit the outside, kind of do a little jet sweep action against the Saints. The, excuse me. But Steelers have a very great defense. TJ Watt, I mean, the biggest name. TJ Watt, of course. Mika Fitzpatrick. People like that. But I think that the Jaguars win this game, and then they move on to the 49ers after a bye week. Go, Jack! Yeah, that should be a
0: huge game. That should be a huge game. We're all in agreement so far on all these picks. This next one might split us up. We'll see. Uh, the Browns at the Seahawks. The Browns are 4-2 overall this year so far. 1-1 one one went away. Uh, really surprising that the Browns are doing this good, considering Watson was out in that game that everybody knows about at this point. 49ers, where they beat the 49ers. Biggest upset. One of the biggest upsets of the year so far. They go on the road to face the Seahawks, who are 4-2 overall and 2-1 and at home. Uh, Kenneth Walker playing absolutely really good on Taylor's fantasy team. Uh, You know, he's talked about it. Uh, go Kenneth Walker, Let's six, go six six touchdowns, three hundred forty four three hundred forty five rushing yards before today's game. So we'll see what he has after today's game. But the current line for this game right now is Seattle minus two and a half. And the over under is forty Um, one. I'm not going to lie. I would – if this was at the Browns Stadium, I would pick the Browns. But it's in Lumen Field, one of the best uh, home yeah, field Lowry. advantages in all of NFL right now. And so I'm going to go with the Seahawks, 3.05 p.m. kickoff as well. It's going to get, like, a little darker as the game ensues. I'm going to go with the Seahawks winning this game. I think it will be close, though. I'm going to go Seahawks 21-17, to uh, beating the line and then also – it's gonna be an under on this game. Seahawks win twenty one seventeen at home.
1: Go Seahawks. Um, yeah. I like you said, like the Seahawks, the Seahawks Stadium. Um I know the Panthers have played there plenty of times. Uh and I've I've like I've actually been to Seahawks Stadium one time and it very loud. Like I mean, extremely loud stadium. Never heard of NFL Stadium so loud. Yeah. But I got I got Seahawks. I'm going to have Seahawks in this game. Um, I'm going to say, let's see here. I'm going to say 27 to 17. I'm going to say Deshaun Watson throws about, I'm going to say two interceptions.
0: Mm.
2: All right, Taylor. All right, Max was right. Uh, This is where we split in our picks. Cleveland Browns, um, I don't, is Deshaun Watson coming back? I'm not sure. But, he is. Okay. He is. I I just believe in this Browns team. Deshaun Watson had a good start before he got injured of course. 49ers game or excuse me, before the 49ers game. The Browns just great team. Jerome Ford really all that Nick Chubb has and I mean Kareem Hunt as a power back. I mean Kareem Hunt is still a very good running back. Could be a starter on the Carolina Panthers if he wanted to.
1: Yeah, today today he played amazing. Like uh, he was, he was great. Yeah,
2: I mean he only had thirty one rushing yards, so he didn't play amazing. But um, <laughs> I got to go with the. I, I I just believe in the Browns, man. I I, I don't have any reason. Um, I, I know. Ken, I, I think this will be a high scoring game. Kenneth Walker would do great on my fantasy team, like he does every week. Um, I actually just traded for him two weeks ago, so I'm very happy that I did that. Um, but I got the Browns winning off a game winning field goal. Um, give me the Browns, thirty one to twenty eight. And their kicker, Dustin Hopkins, makes the game when he kicks them. Sorry, I had to look up who their starting kicker was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're going to and move to our last NFL game, and it's going to be the Bengals at the Forty Nine ers, three twenty five prime time. Should bro. be game of the week, but why it's are on we CBS. picking this, Max?
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, this hey, game's not. I it's...
0: mainly, I mainly picked it for two reasons. One, the Forty Nine ers are plagued with injuries right now. What Although about Chiefs versus Cameron... Broncos? Okay, now we're going to do – that would be more on Reese's, you know, side. But anyways, uh, we're going to do the Bengals at the Niners. Uh, What really – the second reason I did this is also because, Taylor, you included the Bengals in your top ten last week, and the Bengals are coming off of a bye week, and they've actually been playing better, you know, more like the teams that we've seen in the past couple of years. So let's just see. Let's just see if any of us pick the Bengals. Maybe me. We'll see, trying to get, you know, an upset pick. But anyways, the Bengals are 3-3 overall – Oh. Uh, one and two went away and the 49ers are four five and one overall and three and oh went at home. The line right now is heavily favoring the favoring, excuse me, the 49ers uh, minus five and a half and the over under is 45 and a half. I'm going to actually, I'm going to try and gain back some points here on the picks. I'm going to pick the Bengals to upset the Niners. Debo is not going to be back. Uh, Greenlaw is not going to be back. Trent Williams is also going to be out for that game as well. Um, I mean, I feel like this Bengals team is heating up. Jamar Chase will have a really good day. Um, Joe Burrow, I mean, he plays good. You know when he plays really good competition. I think I don't know, but anyways, I'm just trying to get some points back on the picks here. So I'm gonna go Bengals winning this game, 37 to 34, big shootout in Levi Stadium. Go Bengals! Please get me, you know, a win.
1: Um, I'm going 49ers. The 49ers defense is amazing, and they're three and zero at home. Like I mean. Like Brock Purdy might have not played good last week, but uh, you know, I still think I still think that the 49ers got it, um, and I'm gonna say 49ers win this game. I'm gonna say 23 to 13.
2: Good pick, good pick. Um, I'm actually kind of torn between this one because. Uh, I am a man of my, my word, and I did rank the Bengals in my top ten last week. But I do have to say.
0: Max is stupid.
2: We're picking the Bengals. <laughs> um, the 49ers are just too strong, you know, 5-1. and one. Probably um, going to win Monday Night Football tonight. Uh, I would pro- actually probably bet on that game. Um, Christian McCaffrey coming back against the Vikings tonight. Uh, I think it's actually confirmed now. Uh, I don't think they need Debo Samuel because he's not even their leading receiver. Uh, Max, I I don't know if you knew that, but
0: <laughs> okay. the
2: 49ers are gonna win this game and win it big like they did against the Cowboys. Give me actually give me the 49ers the same score as the Cowboys game, forty two to ten.
0: Dang. Okay.
2: Well, Max, I, like I his said, I'm trying.
0: Like I said, I'm trying to get uh, I'm trying to get some points back. Anyways, now we're gonna pick the NBA. Opening night games. There are two actually really good ones. I'm excited to watch both of these. Uh, first, we got the Lakers, uh, who obviously all these teams don't have any wins because it's the first game of the season. The Lakers at the Nuggets. Uh, the Nuggets have one of the best. They had one of the best home court advantages uh, last year. You know, at that high altitude. Um, we'll see how that plays into tonight's game or what? tomorrow night's game. Excuse me. The line right now is Denver minus four and a half. And the over/under is two hundred twenty-seven point five. Um, I'm gonna go with the Nuggets here at home. Like I said last year, uh, it was one of like you know actually the thing they talked about in almost every game that they played when they were at home. Taylor, I don't know if you knew that, but um, the Nuggets. I mean, playing in a high altitude and ball arena, I think Jokic will have a great game. Give me the Nuggets in this one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one hundred thirteen to hundred one hundred and 105. So the Nuggets win this one at home. They beat Laker, the Lakers and LBJ go Nuggets.
1: Um, you know, I can't disagree with you there. The Nuggets uh, won the NBA championship for a reason. Um, I say the Nuggets win this one. I'm going to say 107 to 98. Um, I'm going to say I'm I'm still I honestly hot take here, I think LeBron's going to get a triple double opening night. Mm. I don't think that's super hot. I mean, he does it a lot. Yeah.
0: Anyway, Taylor, who's your pick? Um,
2: I'm going to have to agree with both of y'all here. I, I love the Nuggets. Same exact finals team that won last year. Um, I do believe in the Lakers. I think this will be a very close game. Um, probably come down to the last second. I love the Lakers. The Lakers are a great team. But I'm going to have to go with the Nuggets. And Nikola Jokic has another MVP season.
1: Mm. By, the, by the way, ALCS going to Game 7.
2: Mm. Rangers, is it final?
1: Rangers yep. won? Adolis Garcia hit a grand slam. And the, the Eagles day. are about
2: to go up 38-17 to 17 because yeah. the refs don't call pass interference in this game. <laughs> but anyways,
1: now we're
0: going to go to our last pick of the night, and it's the Suns at the Warriors. I have a feeling I know who y'all are going to pick in this game. Um, Three, but, let's do the pick together. Yeah, okay. but um, so All this right. one – Hopefully, I can get some points back as well in this one because I'm going to go with the Suns. Of course, like you I, are. Like I said, I'm go with them, not the Pelicans because <laughs> go the they suck. Like I said in the in the top ten, uh, I have the Suns. Oh, Zion where... gains so much weight; he can't play. <laughs> when... <laughs> All right. Anyways, whenever the whenever the Suns are going to be healthy this season, they're going to be really good. I mean, Beal, Booker, KD, that's got to be one of the best, if not the best trio in the league right now. So I'm going to go with the Suns winning in Chase Center uh, on Tuesday night, tomorrow night and the 9 p.m. TNT game. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Suns winning this one. Super high scoring. I'm going to go 120, 128 to 123. Go Suns, and they're going to win. They're going
1: to win. Die on fat rolls. They're going to be rolling on the floor. <laughs>
0: Anyway, who do y'all have? Oh wait, the Warriors.
2: Warriors gonna win this game by a lot. Give me the Warriors, one hundred twenty-one and ninety.
1: Uh, I, got, I got Warriors. I got Warriors. Um, I'm gonna say one hundred and thirteen to eighty-eight.
0: Steph Curry gets fifty-five points. <laughs> Hey, but anyways, that's gonna do it for our last pick. Actually, real Pelican quick before, <laughs> real quick before we leave, uh, since we're doing live reactions on this uh, on this show, uh, what do y'all think? Your live reactions in real time. The, uh, the, the Eagles, Eagles are frauds. They got Man,
2: mailed right. out by the refs. They didn't call pass interference a single time. The guy literally ripped his face mask back, and they uh, Darius Play got the pick, and then they didn't call it. Um, this game has been absolutely horrible, and the Eagles are gonna lose every single other game that they play because their schedule is so hard. Okay,
0: Reese. Eagles
1: suck. Okay, and then
0: Rangers, Astros going to going to uh, game seven. Who do y'all think wins it there? Adolis Garcia. It's him. The Astros. Oh wow. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Rangers there. I'm gonna have to agree with Reese. They just isn't it Andrew? So right uh, I don't in, care. No, it's, in Te- it's it's uh, at the Texas Rangers Stadium. No
1: it's so. not. Did
2: the, did the NLCS. Diamondbacks do the Phillies win or did the Diamondbacks tie it up?
0: The Phillies beat
1: the Diamondbacks
0: suck. Ah! It's 3 2 Phillies. Tomorrow night they play. I the just, Diamondbacks I and the know, Braves are equivalent. That.
1: Okay. Anyways,
0: that's going to do it for our show. Uh, what? We hope you all enjoyed. Uh, that's going to do it for the podcast, for the show. We hope y'all enjoyed. I just repeated myself. But, anyways, uh, whatever pl- platform you're listening to, uh, whether it be Spotify, Apple, or YouTube, um, be sure to leave us five stars. Be sure to share it with your friends. Be sure to leave comments on the comment section. If you're listening on YouTube, be sure to like the podcast.
2: Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Tiger's Den Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast, Play Cars, where we interview a coach from Auburn High School Football. Be sure to check out those episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central on all platforms.